This is the MLW Radio Network. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go maybe? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Blackheart, the head honcho off the top roast podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here. OTTR headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever it is you get your podcast from with our with our latest last week of wrestling, after darts, under bosses hard taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show wrestling every coming soon so if you like what you see you love professional wrestling you love independent wrestling you love everything about wrestling just yourself give us a tune you know you will not regret it blackheart out welcome to another episode of the freeland five brought to you by the mlw radio network and the front row material brand for Tuesday, March the 29th, 2022. How's everybody doing? Hopefully everybody is having a good Tuesday so far. It's good to be coming to you again. I apologize for not having a Freeland 5 episode yesterday. Unfortunately, um, there's some family tragedy that struck and it just, it was time just to go ahead and take a step away from wrestling and focus on family. And I'm sure everybody can appreciate that. So thank you so much for the DMs. And for the messages, I do appreciate it. Let's go ahead and let's hop uh, hop into the big news stories of today. Once again, the Freeland Five covers the top wrestling stories that are uh, trending right now on social media and specifically on the various wrestling websites. First of all, let's jump right into this. It's WrestleMania week. So let's go ahead and let's talk about some things that are happening during WrestleMania. Uh, Mark Middleton from Wrestling Inc. at this hour is writing that the KO show uh, with special guest Stone Cold Steve Austin will be closing Saturday's night one of WrestleMania. Now, there have been rumors on WWE closing WrestleMania Saturday with the Austin Owens angle, but that was up in the air as there was feelings within WWE 
um, that they would keep Ronda Rousey versus SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair as the main event for night one. However, Owens and the announcers mentioned the KO show will be the main event for WrestleMania Saturday during last night's Go Home show on Monday Night Raw. Now, it was noted on the Wrestling Observer that word around was going that that Austin and Owens would close on Saturday. Now, the other option for WrestleMania Saturday's main event was still supposed to be Rousey versus Flair uh, due to Rousey winning the Royal Rumble uh, to headline WrestleMania. And at one point, WWE even billed Rousey versus Flair as a night one main event on all of the documents, but that has since changed. Now, Austin is reportedly in great shape for WrestleMania, and it's believed that the talk show segment with Owens will turn into a brawl ending with a Stone Cold Stunner to send everyone home from AT&T Stadium happy. Once again, WrestleMania is going to be taking place this upcoming Saturday and Sunday, April 2nd and 3rd, from the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Very, very interesting. Let's go ahead and let's run down everything that's going to be happening as far as night one and night two so far with WrestleMania. So right now, um, Saturday, April 2nd, musical performance, DJ Valentino Khan will spin fans and spin the records as everyone enters AT&T Stadium, and Brantley Gilbert will be preparing uh, to sing America the Beautiful. And the card for Saturday will be as follows. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. For the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. For the SmackDown Tag Team Titles, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus The Usos. Logan Paul and The Miz versus Rey and Dominic Mysterio. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Baron Corbin, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland, Seth Rollins versus a mystery opponent, which once again, we will talk about that later on in the show, but it is expected to be Cody Rhodes. And then finally, headlining night one of WrestleMania will be Kevin Owens hosting the Kevin Owens Show with special guest Stone Cold Steve Austin. And we head to Sunday, April 3rd, DJ Valentino Khan. We'll go ahead and entertain fans as we enter the stadium. America the Beautiful uh, on the second night will be performed by Jesse James Decker. Uh, you may be familiar with her husband, played for the Denver Broncos, uh, Eric Decker, and he also played for the New York Jets as well. In a winner-take-all unification match, it's going to be WWE Champion Brock Lesnar taking on Universal Champion Roman Reigns. The Street Profits are going to be taking on the Alpha Academy versus Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. And a fatal four-way for the women's tag team title, Shayna Baszler and Natalia versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus Naomi and Sasha Banks versus Carmella and Queen Zelina Vega. Anything goes match. Johnny Knoxville takes on Sami Zayn in a very, very, uh, in my opinion, well done uh, storyline building up to their match at WrestleMania. Pat McAfee will step in the ring and away from the broadcast table to take on hand-picked opponent from Mr. McMahon, Austin Theory, WWE Hall of Famer Edge takes on AJ Styles, and almost will take on Bobby Lashley. Now, there is some rumors of things that may still happen at WrestleMania, and there may be a WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. We are not 100% sure right now. We're waiting on confirmation from several sources, but that is what Mark Middleton is reporting at this hour for what the plans are as of right now, which is Tuesday. We're still many days away from what will be happening at WrestleMania. Let's go ahead and let's move on here to some AEW news. This is coming from Sai Mehan uh, from Wrestling Inc. There is a, a heated discussion that happened between Tony Khan and MJF. Now, at this hour, according to Fightful Select, Tony Khan took issue with MJF uh, having an interview uh, with 
Ariel Helwani's show. And the reason was he never told AEW's PR team that he had booked an interview. Now, MJF's comments uh, led to a conversation between him and Self Khan having over the weekend, which reportedly left both men frustrated. It was noted that MJF's contract status has also been a cause for the young wrestler to be frustrated as of late. As many people know, as of January 1st, 2024, MJF will officially become an unrestricted free agent. Now, many people in AEW believe that a lot of the things that he says are just rhetoric and stick shtick. However, some people in AEW are wondering, is there a chance that MJF might go ahead and leave AEW at that point in time to jump over to WWE? Now, MJF has said that he's going to be going to the highest bidder, and he believes he'll be the hottest free agent out there right now. Now, in an update from Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer, the issue arose between Khan and MJF, um, but it looks like things have now settled down. Once again, according to Dave Meltzer, things finally kind of simmered down. Both men finally sat down. There was no altercation whatsoever between the two. Tony's big issue was the fact that he did not, meaning MJF, let the proper powers that be understand that he was doing an interview. Khan had no issues with the comments MJF makes about his contract and his love for WWE. He believes it's just MJF once again staying in MJF character. All right, let's go ahead and let's take a look at this. Mark Middleton at this hour is writing, AEW is interested in former WWE superstars. Now, Tony Storm is rumored to be signing with AEW very soon. As many of you know, Tony Khan has alluded to another big signee coming to the women's division. Could that be Tony Storm or could that be someone else? AEW officials have reported that there is significant interest in signing Storm, according to Fightful Select. Now, the interest is so strong that several talents outright expect Storm to join the company sooner than later. Now, there are a number of AEW wrestlers have been pushing for Tony Storm to be signed. Storm request, requested her lease from WWE in late December, and it was granted. It's believed that she has just become a free agent as her 90-day no-compete had just expired as of today's recording. Storm recently launched a OnlyFans account. Uh, no word is what she plans to do outside of that, but some people also believe that she is looking to have a fresh start in a new wrestling promotion. Now, let's go ahead and let's move on to somebody else who is looked upon as potentially becoming an interest. Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon, is also rumored to be signing with AEW. Now, it was noted that there have been some light talks and gauging interest between the two, between Athena and AEW. Those close to that situation note that there is a feeling out process between the two. They are going back and forth, but it hasn't gone really that far, and they're not very deep in dis discussions right now. Once again, uh, Ember Moon, a.k.a. Athena, was recently released from her contract on November 4th. She became a free agent in early February when her 90-day clause expired. Now, interesting to see what's going to happen with all of this. Let me know what your thoughts are. Do you feel like AEW's women roster would be better suited by having Tony Storm and Athena, uh, formerly known as Ember Moon? Or do you think that they need to just focus on who they've got right now? Very interesting to find out what your thoughts are. Hit me up on social media. My name is at M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D. Love to know what your thoughts. Uh, Marco, Marco Rovere is also writing in at this hour from Wrestling Inc. Gerald Briscoe would love to see Cody Rhodes wear polka dots in the WWE. What's going on with this? 
Well, during an ad-free shows.com exclusive on Monday's Mailbag with Gerald Briscoe, the former WWE employee spoke about the latest rumors regarding Cody Rhodes' return to WWE. Gerald Briscoe also spoke about why he's excited for Cody and believes him coming to WWE can also be looked as him coming back home to the company that he belongs in. In a quote, Briscoe says, damn right I do. Wouldn't that be great? That's great. I like that. Why not, Cody? Go for it. If you got him, go for it. How about polka dots? Wear them. I think it's fantastic that he's coming back. I think that's probably where he belongs, and I think that's where he felt he belongs. Interesting. What are your thoughts on Gerald Briscoe? What are your thoughts on Cody Rhodes going back to WWE? Do you feel like Cody is going to be utilized the proper way? Now, some people say that they feel like he's going to have to pay his penance and Vince is probably going to make him job out. But then again, some people also say Vince isn't going to be bringing all of this attention to bringing in someone like Cody Rhodes unless they're going to offer him big money. And if they are going to offer him big money, there's no reason to believe that they're going to job him out. All right, Matthew Wilkinson also is reporting at this hour. Paul Heyman has confirmed that he has signed a long-term deal with WWE. Now, in fact... He signed a long-term agreement with WWE after WWE made him an offer that he couldn't refuse. Now, the Council of Roman Reigns also made it clear he's locked in for quite a while. In a comment from Paul Heyman, he says, and I quote, It was public knowledge that my contract was up last year, and I kept it very close to the vest, said Heyman, because I am not one of those people that, A, want to negotiate in public, and B, um, and I am not reading too much into this, but into who signs when and how often and for how long and for how much. And I never want to be like that. This is very much what I will say. I am re-signed with WWE as of late last year. It is a long-term deal. They created a situation where I would have been a fool not to take them up on the offer. I am locked in for a while. So Paul Heyman, whether you like him or not, he's going to be in WWE for a while. And I feel like, I wonder if he's going to be, when Vince McMahon steps down, a higher power, no pun intended, um, when it comes to the direction of WWE. Now, I think in a lot of ways, so many of us felt that you know Triple H would be the heir apparent. But however, it seems like he had lost a lot of his steam, not only because of his health issues, but the simple fact that, you know, McMahon just did not seem, and this is from what I'm hearing, that Triple H understood the differences between the main roster and from what he was doing in NXT. So very interesting to find out what's going on on this one. All right. Let me know what your thoughts are so far on these stories. Love to know. Love to know. Love to know. I'm always interested to have discussions with wrestling fans. Hit me up on social media. Be more than happy to go ahead and engage with you. All right, let's go ahead and let's talk about what's going to be happening now with the WWE Hall of Fame. Now, many of you know that The Undertaker is headlining this year's WrestleMania. Obviously, Queen Charmelle is going in as well. 
Vader is going in as well. Shad Gaspar is going to be uh, getting the Memorial Award. Now, they've just recently added the Steiner Brothers. Yep, Rick and Scott, the Steiner Brothers, are going to be going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Many people had wondered whether or not the Steiner Brothers would ever be inducted just because of the way Scott's relationship with WWE had been. In fact, Scott hasn't been a part of WWE in over two decades. Believe it or not, it was all the way back in 2002 when Scott finished up his run with WWE. He also has had a public spat with Triple H, Stephanie as well. He has said some very disparaging things about WWE. In fact, he was also banned from WWE Hall of Fame uh, ceremonies after he made threats to Hulk Hogan's now former wife. Interesting. Are you a fan of Scott Steiner? You a fan of the Steiner brothers? Love to know what your thoughts are as far as he and Rick going into the Hall of Fame. All right, let's go ahead and jump on another big article breaking today. Stefano Bergardi of E-Wrestling News has just announced the Hardy Boys are set to make their AAA debut in June. Yep, the Hardy Boys are going to be heading south. The Hardy Boys continue to explore the wrestling world after reuniting in AEW, and now Triple Mania is their next destination. The company in which has been working with a relationship with AEW will hold its Triple Mania show on June the 18th in Tijuana, Mexico, and the show will see Matt and Jeff facing the do-over of Dragon Lee and Drillistico. Now, the first Triple Mania event is scheduled was scheduled once again for April 30th and will also feature AEW stars such as Andrade, the Young Bucks, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti. So, the Hardy Boys. You know, I feel like they are just... When they get into their Hardy Boy shtick, it seems like nothing has changed. It doesn't feel like they've aged. They they don't look any different than they did before. And it's so exciting to see them reunited and uh, doing so, so very well. I'm very, very excited about that. Let me know what your thoughts are when it comes to Triple Mania. Are you a big fan of Lucha Libre wrestling? Maybe are you not? What's your thoughts on that one? All right, let's go ahead and let's move on with some other big news that is heading right now. WWE news. WWE reveals its complete 2022 touring schedule court filing. So Stefano Bergardi is also writing at this hour regarding WWE news. As reported by Heal by Nature, WWE revealed their full 2022 touring schedule up into January of next year as part of a lawsuit that was filed on March 25th. Now, the lawsuit involved a complaint at the United States District Court of Northern District of Texas to prevent the sale of bootleg WWE merchandise within five miles of any WWE event this year, for which the entire schedule is now a matter of public knowledge. You can see on the e-wrestling site in this article all the details regarding it. So, any WWE bootleg... Um, merchandise that is sold in any way shape or form within five miles a lawsuit will automatically be triggered and there's a lot of people especially with nfl at a lot of bootleg stuff is out there people trying to make a buck people trying to go ahead and sell as much as they can and you can tell that it's bootleg material but once again wwe says nope don't even get near any type of WWE event for the simple fact that, you know, they don't want to potentially lose any profits from somebody who's trying to sell a cheaper, potentially, I would agree, inferior product. 
All right. Ronda Rousey news here. Ronda Rousey's return to WWE uh, only four months after giving birth, and she recently discussed her quick return being in the main event on the first night of WrestleMania 38 this week and more. Rousey appeared on Ellen for the interview and Curtis of Fightful. We're going to give you some interesting tidbits on this. This one's coming from Kyle Dunning of eWrestling News. Please, by all means, follow him. On returning just months after giving birth, in a quote, she said, my mom was an example of being a working strong mother. She was working as an engineer and working for a PhD and was the first American to win world championships in judo while she was a single mother all in the same time. I always felt like I could do anything as a mom because of her. And I wanted to give my little girl that same example. Oh, and my mom made weight and won us open six weeks after giving birth to my sister, Maria. I was like, I don't think I can beat that record, but I just let it go. And you know what? I can't just let it lie. I have to do something. I got to do something cool too. Just like mom. Rhonda has been speaking openly about how excited she is about coming back to WWE, especially because of her big dream that she wanted to do. And she wanted to fulfill that as being inspired by the late Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Now, Rhonda's comments on being the main event of night one of the show. She had this to say, I'm going to be in the main event for the second time. I was part of the first main event with women. This is the third. It's becoming almost something that doesn't even need to be mentioned anymore, which that is the goal. If you would like to read more about Rhonda's interview and quotes from her, Kyle Dunning of eWrestling News. Want to make sure he definitely gets credit for that. Check out eWrestling News. Check out Wrestling Inc. as well. So many great things that are coming out right now as far as interviews and different podcasts. I'm going to tell you this right now. Support independent podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now. Support, support, support. Support these uh, writers, these journalists. I'm giving all of them credit. This is not my material. This is coming directly from them. So support them. All right, moving on. Uh, Stefano Brigardi is also writing in at this hour from E-Wrestling News. Johnny Gorgano says he left WWE on good terms, and he accomplished everything he wanted. Now, during his interview with Rene Paquette's uh, earlier interview, the former WWE star Johnny Gorgano commented on his accomplishments in WWE NXT and confirmed he left on good terms. Gorgano feels lucky to have accomplished everything he did, and he had to say this, I feel like I was in a good place. I felt this way for a while to where I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish as far as NXT. That's one of those things where I talked about betting on myself, and I did. It was a kind of scary thing. I have a new baby on the way, and I decided that I'm going to turn down a new contract. It was a good contract. It was a safe contract. When you're getting money every week, coming in and off and doing your own thing, to doing your own thing, I really felt that this was good. Uh, I needed to complete something like this. I've wanted to do it for a long time. Um, being able to end the story on my own terms and I had that match in that promo segment where I was able to say goodbye, which a lot of people didn't don't get to do nowadays. Gorgano is very happy about his time in WWE. He doesn't completely shut the door on a potential return to WWE at some point in time in his career. However, he is ready to explore another side of wrestling. If you'd like to see more of this interview, obviously, you can go ahead and download uh, Renee's podcast. You can listen to it and also follow Stefano Ringati on e-wrestling news you can read all of the details there some people want to know is johnny gorgano going to show up in AEW at some point in time 
I think he may. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think he probably saved his money really well. And I think he is in a place where he doesn't need to. And I think, I think he can call his shots. Let's go ahead. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour uh, about Lita. Lita only had 24 hours notice for the 2018 WWE Women's Royal Rumble match. WDB, WWE Hall of Famer Lita was a recent guest on Chris Van Vliet's Insight podcast and commented on being offered a spot in the 2018 Women's Royal Rumble match just 24 hours before it happened. Of course, Lita faced off against Becky Lynch at this year's Elimination Chamber event, and this is what she had to say. So, I mean, the Rumble is fun. It's undeniable. Watching it and being in it. I did the first one. It was monumental. It was historic. I had to be part of it, but I was asked 24 hours in advance. I had not been training. I had to take a red eye spending all day in medical just to get cleared. The first time I touched a ring since the last time whenever you guys saw me was something. So I was nervous in all the wrong ways. I'm still glad I did it. There was only going to be this first one this first one chance to do it i am still happy to see all of the women i ultimately had a good time in my experience when they called me this year i was like yeah i want to do it i want to redo it i had a proper heads up i had been training and my motivation was there i got to see my girlfriends this time and i want to feel good and not nervous going into it she does continue to go on to this in more detail. Please go ahead and support a good friend of ours, Chris Van Vliet. Download his podcast, support him, buy his merchandise, and definitely support Ryan Clark, who's with E Wrestling News. Follow him on social media and all of his articles. All right, guys, so many things are going on. We're going to be talking more about WrestleMania as the week goes on. We're going to be talking about the Super Card of Honor this week as well on the Freeland Five. Right now, that is going to be everything for today's episode of The Freeland Five. Uh, once again, definitely uh, download our podcast when they become available. Future Stars Now, which we talk to all the future main eventers and headliners in wrestling uh, as they start in their early stages of their career. It's a great podcast brought to you by Front Row Material Brand. And obviously, Front Row Material Podcast itself is when we talk to all the names that are on major rosters and headlining shows right now. So we definitely have you bookend from beginning to end when it comes to pro wrestling definitely get our podcasts are available anywhere podcasts are made available we're also going to be having more episodes of the book club coming out the sabu book and follow me on social media for any interesting and breaking news once again mike freeland at m-i-k-e-f-r-e-l-a-n-d hope your tuesday is going well this has been fun it's been real it's been real fun we'll catch you on tomorrow's episode of the Freeland Five. The world of NLW.